from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Our American Stories, and now we bring you an obituary written by Alex Berezo about his grandfather, Dimitri. Here's Alex with his grandfather's story. Early on January 27th, 2018, the most interesting man in the world passed away at the age of 91. No, I'm not speaking of Jonathan Goldsmith, the guy who just pretended to be the most interesting man in the world. I'm speaking of the real deal, my grandfather, Dmitry Berzo, a man who survived Stalin and Hitler, cheated death on multiple occasions, and went on to live the American dream. His was an impossibly unique story, and one that seems too extraordinary to be true, and yet is. Capped with a cautionary tale about modern healthcare. For many people, including my Ukrainian grandmother, life in the Soviet Union was hell. To break the will of the Ukrainian people, Joseph Stalin implemented a mass starvation program, now known as the Holodomor, which killed millions. But life in Russia was quite a bit different, at least if one avoided Stalin's bad side. My grandfather was born in 1926 in Rostov-on-Don, a port city close to the Black Sea. His mother was a waitress and rather popular with the boys, so my grandfather never knew his dad. He also didn't particularly care for school, skipping the classroom for the local cinema. He got away with that on most days, but one time, when his mother found him at home instead of at school, 
She hit him in the head with a frying pan and nearly killed him. Maybe that's when he developed his sense of humor. He was outside with his grandmother one day when his mother was late arriving home. He consoled her with a bit of fake news. There had been a terrible streetcar accident and his mother was probably on it. Upon hearing this, his grandmother passed out, after which he sat on a fence and threw pebbles at her in an attempt to revive her. I mentioned these people were Russian, right? During Operation Barbarossa in 1941, Nazi Germany invaded the Soviet Union. One reason was to kidnap civilians and send them to Germany as slave labor, a plan carried out by Fritz Sockel, who was later hanged at Nuremberg for this war crime. When the Nazis came for my grandfather in 1942, his mother insisted on going with him. At the age of 16, my grandfather and his mom, along with countless other Eastern Europeans, were loaded into cattle cars and freighted to Germany. My grandfather had an uncanny ability to blend in and make friends. Though he never spent much time in school, he had a raw intelligence that allowed him to learn to speak flawless Polish, Ukrainian, and German. In fact, his German fluency was so thorough that other Germans mistook him for a fellow compatriot. He recklessly used this to his advantage. Early in the war, he befriended George, a Nazi guard at the labor camp, who he later told us reminded him of Sergeant Schultz from Hogan's Heroes. In exchange for cigarettes that his mother smuggled to him, George would allow my grandfather to sneak out of camp for a few hours. Sometimes he would go out in the town. Other times he would visit the young Ukrainian girl who would become my grandmother. George wasn't always so accommodating. As the war drew to a close, he got nasty and was stabbed to death by a prisoner. One of my grandfather's jobs was to remove unexploded Allied bombs. After the Nazis identified one, they would have the Eastern European forced labor jump into the hole with shovels to remove it, while the Nazis slowly backed away. The laborers had devised various tricks for getting out of work. One of them was to tie a string or rubber band around a wrist, restricting the blood supply to the hand. Then they would beat on their hand with a spoon. Apparently, I've never tested this, their hands would swell up, and they could convince some middle management Nazi to let them have the day off. My grandfather pushed his luck when he tried to get a day off by claiming he had a sore throat. This landed him in the commandant's office. Unamused, the commandant, who reminded my grandfather of Colonel Clink from Hogan's Heroes, backhanded him in the face and then asked, How do you feel now? Great, my grandfather responded. Toward the end of the war, my grandfather continued taking reckless gambles not only with his money, but with his life. On one occasion, when he was let out of the camp, he was approached by two Gestapo, Nazi secret police. Panicking, he fell back in what he did best, blending in. He clicked his heels and shouted in flawless German, Heil Hitler, after which he asked the officers if they were doing a good job. They dutifully answered his questions, convinced that he was some sort of undercover agent. On yet another bizarre excursion, my grandfather took off his labor camp clothes and donned his best white suit. His mother smuggled him not only cigarettes, but nice clothing as well. Curious about a nearby munitions factory, he walked in. The Germans who worked there nodded at him, and he quickly realized they thought he was important. So he walked slowly with his hands behind his back and asked the workers to explain what they were doing. They complied. That's when the factory announced that Hermann Goring was in the building. Hermann Göring was in charge of the Nazi air force called the Luftwaffe. As he inspected the factory, the workers fell into line. 
One by one, Goring shook each of their hands, including my grandfather's. Had he known that he was a Russian, Goring would have shown no hesitancy to execute him on the spot. As it so happens, my grandparents were surrounded mostly by Polish slave labor. This served them well, as Stalin had declared that Soviet prisoners of war were traitors who should be sent to gulags upon their return. My grandparents, having learned Polish, had no trouble blending in. They even pretended to be Catholic. When the war was over, they immigrated to America over the objections of my grandfather, who preferred Argentina because of the many cowboy movies he saw that were filmed there. Though one could take my grandfather out of Eastern Europe, it was impossible to take Eastern Europe out of my grandfather. He was a reckless driver, speeding his way around the small town in Illinois which accepted him as a refugee. Later in life, he drove a metallic green 1968 Thunderbird, which was the envy of the town. He continued to dress immaculately, as if he was filming a scene for The Godfather, and he enjoyed that many people thought he had mafia connections. His charming Russian accent and fantastic laugh won over every person he met. Just like in Germany, this served him well in America. One day, when he was driving to St. Louis, President Lyndon Johnson was in town, and the police were stopping and checking vehicles. My grandfather knew he could be in serious trouble because he always carried a gun. When the police approached his car, he rolled down the window and shouted, I'm a doctor. I'm going to the hospital to operate. It worked. Not only did they let him through, he got a motorcycle escort. My grandfather's luck was nearly limitless. Throughout much of his life, he had sky-high cholesterol. He used to eat sticks of butter. Eventually, this caught up with him. In 1990, when he was 64 years old, he underwent triple bypass surgery. It was successful, and the cardiologist gave him another 10 to 15 years. He was off by a factor of two. Determined to stay healthy, my grandfather took up bicycling. He pedaled around 15 miles per day for several years. One time, in his 70s, he got hit by a car, but that didn't stop him. It was mostly a minor nuisance. Starting in 2002, when my grandfather was 76, he began experiencing minor strokes. He always fully recovered. He also occasionally had intestinal bleeding, which would require him to be taken to the hospital and refueled with blood. Despite these setbacks, he continued driving, exercising, and living an incredibly active life through his mid-80s. Among our family members, he earned the nickname Rasputin. His luck, though, ran out. Biology finally took its toll. We knew something was wrong when he would accidentally leave the kitchen sink faucet running. Then one night, he forgot how to get home. That's when we all knew he had dementia. As a writer and scientist, I cannot imagine a fate worse than dementia. It slowly robs a person not only of his memories, but of his personality. My grandfather became distant, disconnected. His trademark laugh was sometimes replaced by anger and hostility. Conversations that could last hours were shortened to brief comments about the weather. On the bright side, he always claimed it was 70 and sunny, regardless of what the actual weather was. He no longer recognized his children. He was a shell of his former self. The final time I saw him, he was in an assisted living community. As I approached, I saw a distinct look in his eye that said, I should know who you are, but I don't think he did. Behind what became a toothless smile, I saw a man who appeared depressed, defeated, a man waiting to die. This was hard to take. Modern medicine could heal our bodies, but not our minds. What was true for my grandfather was also true for millions of other Americans. Science can work miracles for our bodies, but not for our brains. 
Is it really a good thing to keep people alive at the expense of their mental, emotional, and social well-being? Is that ethical? Is that moral? My grandfather was alive despite us knowing that he never wanted to live like this. For years, I begged God to take him. In late 2017, my grandfather suffered a stroke that left him partially paralyzed. Then, in January 2018, my prayer was answered, albeit belatedly. I miss that man beyond words. He truly was, in every possible sense, the most interesting man in the world. An entire book could be written about his life. Perhaps I should do that someday. What a life well lived. The story of Dimitri Berezo, told by his grandson Alex, here on Our American Stories. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 